0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As the big European nights just keep on coming Rangers are already underway in Prague That game is goalless after 18 minutes Celtic put in a very impressive showing against Atletico Madrid And come away with a 2-all draw to get their first Champions League point on the board And Aberdeen are also in action as they welcome Pauk to the Granite City I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson It's a fantastic time of the season Gordon Hardly any time to breathe After Celtic's game last night Against Atletico Madrid It's over to Rangers now In Europe and Aberdeen But got to say Start with Celtic Put in a terrific performance But only came away With a point And I wonder If that'll be enough To see an end To their Champions League Or European um, participation after Christmas Rangers still in with a chance here but they're up against it against a very good Sparta Prague team and for Aberdeen they'll be looking for a, a certainly a positive result in Europe to, to back up the start of their season Yeah it's been an exciting couple of days uh, after the weekend of the, the Premier League obviously Champions League last night will uh, reflect on Celtic's performance was it a good point uh, and obviously Rangers tonight up against it against uh, Prague um, they've started very well so Rangers just need to be careful here change of system be interesting to see how they go in Aberdeen playing tonight as well come on then 01419511025 I try every season I try plead with UEFA not to have games going on whilst we are on the show but they, they never listen so Rangers fans if you find yourself shouting at the TV you know the drill just shout at us instead these guys are used to it they get shouted at through most of their daily lives uh, so pick up that phone as the game's going on uh, what you're making of it as it progresses certainly once it gets to half time and full time uh, we would be looking for you to have your say uh, and Celtic fans what about last night then how good was that performance particularly first half you must be delighted with it as Mark Wilson says it wasn't enough for the victory is that frustrating do you just have to accept that against a good European outfit all your thoughts from last night who stood out who really impressed you who came of age on the big European stage and what is perhaps lacking what is the next step to go on and kick kick on and win those games uh, from a strong Position, but there was so much went into that game last night, so there must be some thoughts out there on how it went. 0141-951-1025. Celtic fans, give us a call right now. Your full post-match analysis, please. Uh, and we'll of course hear from Brendan Rogers. I'd even love to hear from any Aberdeen fans out there who are looking ahead to the game uh, tonight. It'd be nice to get a famous uh, victory up there at Petodre, although it could be a difficult one and we do have that game underway at the moment we're not too far off the quarter way mark such a thing exists I'm going to bring it in anyway uh, Sparta Prague nil Rangers nil there's not loads in the game Mark Wilson but you would have to say Sparta have had the better chances yeah got to say probably about 10 minutes ago best chance of the, the game where they managed to play some lovely football through that Rangers back three Daz is right there's been a change of shape tonight and the, the attempt was right at Button, but it rebounded back to the Sparta forward who should have put it in the back of the net. He put it again at Button, but the goalkeeper has to make a double save, shows how important he is on nights like this. And they just had one there flashed just past the post. So not seeing rain, much from Rangers from a attacking point of view. So, you know, the, the flow of the game certainly going towards Jack Button's goal at this minute. Yeah, I would say the home side are better. Um, but 21 minutes in, 
I'm sure Rangers will be quite happy. It's still zero zero, Gordon. Uh, the change of system it does take a little a while mm. for it to all knit together. But uh, you know they just they need to be very careful. Can't afford to lose the first goal for me. Yeah, if you're wondering what Gordon is alluding to, a three five two for Rangers tonight. We spoke last night about the left back issues. Um, no Borna Barisic due to injury. No Ridvan Yilmaz in the squad. Um, Dujon Sterling injured what, what would they do Would it be like for like And stick a Ben Davies Or an Adam Devine In at left back Well actually um, It's as Kenny Miller And Marvin Bartley Predicted uh, That it's a 3-5-2 So Butland in goal uh, Goldson, Suter and Davies In a back three Tavernier and Sima As wing backs So a big change Particularly For Sima uh, Lundstrom Raskin And Cantwell As the midfield three And the attackers Lammers And Dessers uh, as Sparta go on the attack again and it's not fully cleared from Rangers but they do eventually um, no they don't in fact <laughs> get it fully clear um, is that the solution you would have gone with or would you have preferred to just see a bit more faith put in Adam Devine stick him at left back keep the same shape could you have done that with Ben Davies what, what do you make of the decision to change yeah, listen uh, the manager's just in the door he's um, not had a lot of time to work the players decided to go with the three centre backs but I think with Sima down that left hand side as a wing back it's taking a bit away from his game he's in form he's scoring goals he's confident but he seems just now away from home against a very attacking team that he's spending most of his time going back the way rather than going forward, where I think it'd be more positive. Um, me personally, I thought Rangers would have stick, stuck to their four at the back and just put maybe Davis out there at left back and, um, you know, kept everything mm. the same in front. But that's what the manager... I think it shows the manager's adaptable in these mm -hmm. early stages. You know, how many times have we seen a manager coming in? This is my my way of playing and I will shoehorn anyone into that formation mm -hmm. because we'll stick to my principles. Goes to show you, he's had a look at his players, who's at his disposal, and thought, no, I've got no problem changing I this. I suppose it's also not easy because, it's you know, Ben Davies is not a left-back. I know he's going to play there mm -hmm. or played on that side. Or you've got Adam Devine who can be but again is is so untested and, and so young so yeah um and then also based on the last kind of seven eight games he's gonna want he start he wants to start Todd Cantwell clearly as well so there's that to, to kind of fit in and, and I've I, I I don't have a problem with changing the shape. I think that good managers do that. You look at Brendan Rogers last night, um you know he knew that Atletico were on top of Celtic and Celtic were in danger of maybe not getting any points and he changed to a back three, Burrow and Phillips. But I think when you put Seema, for instance, over there, I think it takes that attacking threat away from them. Whereas he's away from home. Ben Davis is an experienced player, played at left back before. You don't ask him to go up and down the pitch and put in brilliant crosses. Mm. Just sit there. Do you want him out there one on one against a winger though? Well, he, he may, if, if Seema gets caught up the pitch, he'll probably be caught maybe one and one out in the wide area against the winger anyway. So mm. I just think that, look, it could work for Rangers tonight. I'm all for it. I think people would say, look, like Mark's saying, be adaptable, look at your players, and that's what he's done tonight. So it's very hard to criticise unless he loses a first um, goal. I think John Souter has gone into the book. That's a, that's a harsh Mark yeah. Wilson. So John Souter, has, he's got the ball. He's driving into the Sparta box. He has stretched out his foot and actually won the ball 
Uh, not even won the ball because he, he's kind of got there first to try and pass it to Dessers. <laughs> it's a ridiculous decision. Now, John Suter's touch is heavy, takes him into the box. However, he slid and still made full contact with the ball but to try and but pass. It's not even really a tackle, ah, is it? He kind of passes he's it and pass then it. his knee collides with the defender. And he's been booked. Um, anyway. by, by the way, it was a good opportunity for Rangers there because Suter had acres of space and his touch was just too heavy. Have you got that right? 2v1 and they were in the box. Anyway, let's look back on last night as well. Craig is in Airdrie. How's it going, Craig? Yeah, not too bad, are you? Not bad at all. How would you sum up Celtic's performance then? Uh, last one, it was outstanding, especially the first half. Uh, possibly one of the best performances I've seen Celtic in a long time. Um, just every man was on it. I mean, leading scales has been a revelation this season. He was absolutely solid last night. Um, unfortunate. We had Tati came off really early, but the boy Bernardo that came on did not put a foot wrong and they looked, they fit into that team beautifully. Um, I heard you saying about what can Celtic do to take it to the next level. I feel for Celtic to take it to the next level or something that maybe hinders Celtic is, is playing in Scotland. We drop off in the second half because of our fitness levels, because of how much we can put into the first half. Um, Playing in Scotland against teams in the middle Kilmarnock Celtic sometimes can afford to take the foot off the gas in the half and not play at those high-intensity levels for the full 90 minutes, whereas teams in Spain, Atletico, Lazio, playing at really good teams week in, week out, and they have to perform at the very top level at that intensity for the full 90 minutes. So I don't know what they can really do um, to work on that, to to get those fitness levels for the full 90 minutes I just want to see what your, your kind of thoughts on that are Listen I, I totally agree with you how the shape of the game went Celtic for 45 minutes were at it the tempo the play that was incredible on the ball incredible and you know some of your hardest running is off the ball to to make angles for your teammates. Just a, oh, sorry on that. How good was the performance? Are we talking like you know one one of the best in years or? I I thought last night um, it was aye, one of the best I've seen in a long time in possession and out of possession against a, a top notch side. Remember, it's not against maybe Lazio. You know, Atletico Madrid are top quality, so it, it's been right up there. I'm trying to think of a better all round performance. Of course, you get in at half time a clean sheet in some of the previous games. But you wrap everything and you want. It was it was an outstanding performance. But I get Craig's point. The tempo died in the second half. Now you could point your finger at our game and say, well, the level of opposition isn't there for them every week, so that's the fitness problem. The argument against that was in Spain and on the continent, I don't think they play at a high tempo for ninety minutes. When you see a league game, a normal league game for Atletico Madrid. They're only at it for the full 90 minutes. What they're very good at is raising the tempo when it suits them. So Atletico Madrid last night, you know, were surprised by Celtic's press and they went direct. And But as soon as they kicked in, in those little bursts, that's the difference. And I think Celtic put that much into the 45 minutes when Atletico just made those couple of subs at half-time. It just injected a wee bit of life and they started moving it quicker and Celtic were dead in their feet after that. So finding a solution to that is is difficult because you want to overwhelm teams in the opening of these big games. To sustain it for 90 minutes, it's impossible. I think probably picking your times to do it in the second half is more or less where Brendan Rodgers wants to get to. What did you make of the performance? I, I felt first half they were excellent. 
I really do. I don't buy into Craig's um, opinion about, you know, it's because they play in the Premier League. Remember, and Mark touched on it there, you're playing against a top yeah. quality side with a top quality manager who at half time decided to make one or two changes. You're not going to dominate a game mm -hmm. against Atletico Madrid for 90 minutes the way you played in the first half. It ain't going to happen because they've got quality, quality players. Griezmann is a world-class player. I thought he, second half, was magnificent. His movement, his touch, his passing, everything. So you're not going to dominate that. So there was going to be spells where Atletico Madrid, obviously, and that's why Brendan Rodgers changed his shape because he knew that Atletico Madrid were probably doing the same to Celtic, which Celtic done to them in the first half. But in terms of the first half performance, um, looking at Celtic, I thought they were absolutely brilliant, I've got to say. In many ways, Craig, it feels like over the three games, Celtic probably, you know, deserve, if that word can ever be used in football, deserve more than a point. But, you know, results are results. And where does that result leave Celtic? A very kind of tough task. You see, it's all I've put in maybes, but if we kept 11 men on that park against Feyenoord, pretty confident we could have maybe nicked a draw or something out of that game let's see with 10-15 minutes to go we've we're, we're got three points in the bag and then next minute we've, we've got three points under our hands in the 93rd minute um, last night was obviously going to be a tough test but I think if I'd be in for really seven points I, I would, I'd be looking at the Lazio away because I don't think Lazio are anything like the way they used to be I think they could be there for the taking but we would have to play at the, the level that we played last night away at Lazio to get anything out of the game and then you're looking at Feyenoord at home um, you need to try and get three points at home I know that Feyenoord are they're very good this season so that's going to be a tough test but hopefully they could be already qualified maybe they take the foot off the gas a wee bit but we just need to see we just need to take each game as it comes and see if we can go for there Is that the problem with kind of the group stage format if you like if you take last night in isolation and say that you're playing against the team that if they win their game in hand goes top of La Liga they have multiple World Cup winners in their squad a point against them is a good result in isolation but a point against them when you've not taken any from the mm. first two it, 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 in some ways the, the damage is kind of done prior to last night I think they're behind the black ball just now I really do because they've got two away games Atletico Madrid I, I can't see Celtic getting anything there Right, I've got to be honest. As much as as I will pat them the back, I thought the organisation, the way they got at the Atletico in the first half, the movement, O'Reilly's playing at the top of his game, absolute brilliant. Kyogo's starting to feel that confidence hitting the back end of the net. But they are a quality side. Let's not be kidded here, and be. I don't think Celtic will get anything. Lats will away another, another difficult game. And I totally take on board what Craig's saying. The three points, I think, could come at home against Feyenoord. But by that time, I think maybe... Could... They look good as well, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> but, but I think that's their best hope gone. So for me, I think that they'll be away by that time. That's the problem. I think that Craig touches on the first couple of games. I did think at Celtic Park against Lazio, they deserved a lot more. But that's football mm. and it's cup football. Uh, still goalless in Prague But Rangers are up against it a bit Not really offering much in an attacking sense Prague have produced a few good saves uh, From Jack Butland That one's a good block from John Souter as well So the home side definitely looking the more likely How does Andy on the line reflect on Celtic's game last night? 
Uh, I thought it was a good performance, Gordon. Listen, just before I make my main point, can I just make an observation just about what Jake said there and, and, and yourself? I think any level of football worldwide, there's no single team that plays at that tempo for 90 minutes. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, the guys the guys will back that up. But you, you also asked the question, what can Celtic do next? I think for me, the solution there is, is pretty simple, is to build on what they've got. And if they can go into the Champions League next year with Maeda, McGregor, Kyogo, O'Reilly, Hatati, Carter, Carter in the team. When the tempo dipped last night, the problem Celtic have got at the moment is nothing to do with the Scottish League. I disagree with Craig with that one. However, my thought is that you've not got the quality to come off the bench to replace those guys with a high energy. If Celtic are to keep the guys and invest in um, others that are going to complement them, they may be able to start comp- uh, competing in this competition. So I, I don't. I think the solution's there, but I think it's got to be a longer-term project to, to build on what we've already got. Um, my main point, however, was more about uh, managers also got to, always get a pat on the back when they make a tactical change that changes their game in terms of the team going on and winning. And, and I think, to be fair, I think if Brendan with Rodgers would have done this in the, the game against Lazio, we might be sitting in a different situation at the moment. However, during that game last night, anybody within that stadium, within 60 minutes, uh, uh, Atletico Madrid were winning that game. There's no two ways about it. They, they, they were dominating, they were pushing us up the park, they were, getting, they were pushing us back. That change, when he went to make the change, people were looking about to think, what, what change is getting made here? Who's coming off? Is one of the centre-backs injured? Is he going to put skills to left-back? Changed the system, put two up front, which meant that the, 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 the centre-backs, the Athletic Madrid, couldn't come out. It changed the whole dynamic of the game, even before they get the man sent off. So I think the manager deserves a wee bit of praise for identifying that, basically saying, at the very worst, we'll take a two each year. And you know what? The point might still be vital uh, in terms of qualification for Europe beyond Christmas. Can you with that, Mark, the change that, yeah. that was made? I think he's spot on. I think Andy recognised it. Many of the fans would have in the ground. I was watching it. I thought there's only one side that's going to win this. Celtic just didn't have an answer to it. They looked disjointed at that time. Their players looked tired. Um, they weren't keeping possession. And there was massive gaps everywhere. And Atletico were just streaming into it. And it just looked a matter of time before they got that third goal. So, Brendan Rodgers was, was proactive rather than reactive. You know, bringing Palm off and putting Phillips on allowed Johnson to go to wing back and put two up top with Kyogo and Maeda um, the only problem is then they didn't get anything on the other side of it. well in saying that right away when they made the switch Phillips got the ball in acres of space and watching put in him, a right watching him galloping down the right side was just yeah, a strange a, 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 a bit strange but as soon as he was on he played in O'Reilly and you're thinking well that's a stroke of genius from Brendan Rodgers because he could have had an instant impact after that though they never really offered anything going forward but as Andy says, if you're certainly not going to win the game, then you don't lose it. And that's maybe been the problem in years gone by. With Brendan Rodgers' first time round, but with Ange Postacoglu, that it's great they went out to win things, but often disregarded the back door. And last night, was a wee bit more pragmatic to finish the game. I've, and I got a point. I've got to be honest, I, I, I totally agree with the guys. You sit and watch that game last night. If Brendan Rodgers hadn't changed that system, they're getting no mm. points. Atletico Madrid, where they went on, they were in total control of the second half and total control of the game at that time. Brendan Rodgers, very good manager, very experienced manager, knows the game inside out. And it was a good tactical decision. And I do agree. I think you looked at it and thought, this is our best chance of at least getting one point. We could maybe sneak the three mm. but he was safeguarding that one point just quickly though and maybe we can revisit it after the break is, is Andy on to something with his initial observation that 
the supporting cast on a night like that is is not up to not yeah. saying not up to it, but but there's obviously a drop off there once Kyogo etc have put in an incredible shift. Can can you replace so them? Look, look, big nights like that, you need big players if they're sitting on the bench um, to come on and make an impact. Now I'm not having a go at, at Jamesy Forrest. He's been terrific. But when you're bringing off your main striker, mm. surely you've got to have a guy that's pushing him and is hungry to succeed him. And James Forrest is a winger and it's not what you require at that time. And that goes to show you what he thinks you I think. Thank you, Andy. Rangers are hanging on in Prague. They are really up against it, but it is still goalless. We will tell you the latest and take more of your calls on Celtic last night next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Two minutes until the 45 is up. Oh, and Rangers are toiling again here. And then it's another effort at the goal. James Tavernier thought he'd been fouled. Referee says no. And Sparta have had a number of chances. It's been a real tough first half for Rangers. But it is still level. And if they can get in at half time, uh, then I'm sure Philippe Clement will believe they could maybe try and snatch something from it in the second half but it has been a, a difficult watch for the Rangers fans so far but the important stat it is goalless we'll give you a full half-time report from Prague very soon let's bring in Keenan uh, and get what he made of last night's performance Keenan how good did you find that first half showing in particular? I no, I thought the first half showing was was amazing uh, the intensity the tempo of it but I, I don't think I've ever seen Celtic in, in Europe be that clinical yeah Mark that was the thing because it, it's easy to sort of once the dust settles go oh you're not going to alright calm down Like, what? Well, okay you played well in the first half you know, didn't win the game in the end but, but it, it did to be fair seem even if you listen to some of the neutral observers right because I know people accuse there of being no such thing in Scotland but you, you listen to some of the English pundits and so on last night who thought that the football Celtic played in the first half genuinely was really really top yeah, the top level, the way they went about oh, things. Without doubt, it's hard not to recognise that. I mean, some of the the first touch stuff, you know, particularly the goal, Kyogo's goal is, you know, you struggle to find a better goal in the competition this week than that because the pass is so good, the movement's so good, the pace is right up there. But even Palmer's goal was sensational with Greg Taylor's pass and Maeda's movement. But take away the goals, everything in between was good as well. You know, just the pace that they played it and. You know, we saw a lot of good stuff under Ange Postacoglu against Real Madrid and some good stuff uh, in the opening stages against Leipzig and, and Shakhtar, wee bits and pieces, but nothing as complete as that. And Brendan Rodgers, I think, touched rightly on it by commending the players for their bravery. Those players, like, I've been there, the pressure's on you on those games, but those players taking the ball in tight situations and the edge of their own box to try and draw Atletico out takes an awful lot uh, on your shoulders to to one want to take the ball but two get it right and for it to be done so quickly so it was almost a complete performance and the only black spot against it was the penalty kick where Greg Taylor just switched off but that's the quality they possessed as well that they've got players that can play those passes that teams don't see yeah I mean Keenan was the is the performance did that leave you feeling good about the game overall you know is that the way you woke up this morning feeling good about things or is it you know a point after three games is it is it not going to be enough to do anything uh, after Christmas how do you feel overall well I mean obviously before the game listen if somebody was 
to tell me that I could take a point for the game that I would have chewed the hand off for it do you know what I mean mm. obviously during the game you're watching it and you see how good we are it, it becomes a bit disappointing that we didn't get three but you still need to look at it and we got a point off a really good side uh, one of the points I wanted to make though was the fact that see with the subs bench and I know we were just talking about the quality of bringing people on I think you could see Brendan Rodgers' subs you could see that he went into a defensive formation it was really it's, I don't think it's about the quality that we're bringing on but it's about actually making sure we're getting a point in the Champions League Yeah is that fair Mark? I wonder if because on, on in one regard that is bang on I'm sure but I know some people maybe felt a bit frustrated that once Atletico then went down to 10 men yeah. maybe you know maybe Celtic didn't threaten too much after that point I know there wasn't loads of time but there was probably enough to just give it a little, a little I mean go. yeah there certainly was there was 10 minutes still left in the game um, the substitution James Forrest comes on again I, I'm not going to you know detract from what James Forrest has done there but if you're really going for the game and on those big occasions, you want to look round and see a striker who's going mm. to change the game for you and bringing Forrest on for Kyogo. I don't know. I guess the Celtic fans expect, you know, something a bit more prolific. Some good points well made, Keenan. Thank you very much. Hopefully we'll speak to you again soon, Rangers fans. We've reached the halfway point, so why don't you give us a call? What did you make of that first half performance? Let's cross live to Prague right now. Clyde One Super Scoreboards European coverage with Trustbeat Scotland. For life after debt, visit trustbeatscotland.net. Gabriel, how did it go from the eyewitness account? Yep, Rangers are hanging on to their clean sheet, Gordon. They don't look very comfortable in this enforced three at the back system, but the score remains level at the moment, mainly thanks to their goalkeeper, Jack Butland, who's made several big saves once again. Now, the host started well, seeing a lot of the ball as Rangers struggled to settle in the new 3-5-2 formation. And they were nearly behind after five minutes. A huge double save from Jack Butland, firstly clawing the ball out from his near post and then batting the rebound away. Sparta's pressure continued. A lassie dragged a volley just wide and then Bermancevic fired into the side netting, really turning up the heat. Rangers struggling to get a foothold in the game, couldn't get anything going forward. Butland made another save from a thunderous long-distance strike. The defence scrambling to somehow clear the ball when it looked like Sparta might have a tap-in straight after. A John Lundstrom blasted over from a corner. That's the only real attack, the only chance that Rangers have managed to muster. They're offering nowhere near enough going forward if they want to win this game and it does seem like a matter of time until Sparta score. But as things stand, they'll get a point out of this which would be massive for them. Home fans making plenty of noise, Gordon. Brilliant atmosphere here at the Stadion Letna. Rangers supporters hope they will have something to cheer about in the second half. A big 45 minutes that could prove pivotal in this Europa League campaign. Half-time in Prague, it's Sparta nil, Rangers nil. Yeah, I think the Rangers manager will be a mixed bag. I think you'll be happy with the nil-nil. Um because the home side have dominated that for first 45 minutes. Be interesting. Does that mean you're happy with nil-nil or you're relieved it's nil-nil? Probably relieved. Yeah, I'll use the word relieved then, seeing you uh, pull my oh, I'm just curious. I'd yeah, no, no, I'm quite happy to go with your word relieved. I'm quite happy to stick <laughs> with that. Um, but I'll be interesting to see. He's looked at this 3-5-2. Now, it's his first time playing it. Um, for me, they don't look comfortable at it just now I don't think they've had a lot of time to work with it obviously um, I'll be interested to see if he may just tinker with the formation or 
he may think, mm. look, we can only get better in the second half. There are various ways of measuring the power, the reach, the influence of this show. Funnily enough, it was sort of radio listening figures day and you've done very well again, let me tell you. You'd Just be me. amazed at the number of people yeah. that listen me uh, or to Mark. this show. But that, that's, Good results. Um, humble bragging aside, Gavin is on the phone from Prague. He's in Prague. He's at the game and he gets to halftime and he thinks, <laughs> I know what I need to do. On to the Super well, Scoreboard. Well, days are gone for a pie. Gavin, uh, what's it been like? Hello, Gordon. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Ah, smashing, smashing. Have a had a couple of spritzers there earlier on before <laughs> the, the match, obviously. But um, yeah, I'm sitting here now. They're actually only serving um, non-alcoholic lager um, at the away end. But uh, look, we're all in great spirits and we're having a great time. Thank you. Good. And the, and the game itself, any, <laughs> yeah, any yeah. observations? Yeah, the I'm game, glad you're you. okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, look, I thought we started actually very, very well. Um, it's quite difficult. We, we're actually obviously in the way end, uh, in the corner. There's a, a big net, you know. But, um, yeah, I thought we started well. Um, they obviously came into the game incredibly well. Um, my goodness, uh, Butland has saved us, what, four times, I think. Um, their front line, very made. They've skinned us. Can't remember how many times now our front line isn't really doing anything. Albeit, I think that could be fair for their defence. Um, but look, it's still nil-nil. Uh, anything can happen, and uh, you know, certainly we're hoping for the best. <laughs> I love this. Is Gavin just sitting? He's sitting in the corner. Gav, could you ask him to be quiet while you're speaking to us on the phone, please? Can I just say um, we were out last night and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here's an itinerary we were, in, we were in an establishment called Goldfingers and there was a couple of ladies asking where the, the, the <laughs> Right we are kind of off, right? I'm worried about where this is going You've never been to Prague have you? No right, we may have yeah. this I love the name of the place Goldfingers I've heard of that Have you? <laughs> what were they asking Gav? Uh, there was a, they were asking just where you were <laughs> right <laughs> you know that way that I think we've taken this call to like the, just to the brink where it's fine it's, ex, it's, uh, it's acceptable but I think it's, it's, it's uh, about it's going to go so over edge we'll, we'll nip yeah. it in the bud for now um and um, <laughs> if anyone wants to tell Gordon Deal about Goldfingers, they, they, they can indeed do so. Um, uh, Mark, we're already changing the name of that pub. I don't feel like. I'm not sure Gavin's really watching. I don't think he's that bothered. He, 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 says, he says there's a net up. He's far in the corner. I don't think he can really see. But what? Um, and, and, and maybe that's to do with what else he's been up to. But um, somebody's told him Butland's made four saves, which and is that's true. a big point. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rangers have been up against it, haven't they? Oh, without doubt. Listen, they're getting absolutely battered. There's no doubt about that. I think Gav's touched on it perfectly there. I think only Lundstrom's effort just over. And when you see the stat flash up, I think they might have had about twelve efforts, Butlin saved at least four of them they should certainly be in the lead you get Lundstrom's last ditch tackle as well that the Czechs were looking for a penalty kick so they have been really up against it so you, your description Gordon Noddaz is relieved, I think Clement will be, but I agree with that I wonder if he'll, if he'll look at changing it because sometimes when you play a three or a five at the back like it may be, you think you're going to be more secure but there's, I've seen more gaps in the Rangers' back five, if you like, than I've I've seen in a long time, the way they play. So they certainly need mm. to be a lot better to change something at half-time to stay in this. Uh, Google's Goldfingers mm, Prague and, and shows it to Gordon DL. Oh, no. 
<laughs> sure, sure kind of place. Is, is that is that not Philippe Clement standing next to Alex Ray? <laughs> anyway, Gavin, enjoy the rest of your trip. Will you phone us when you get back? If you get back, nah, I'm worried. Like, Hang up. Thank you very much to Gavin. Um, right, I think let's let's bring it back to sort of sensible radio discussion and let me run this past you. Uh, we had another winner today on Make Me A Winner. We're getting back into the swing of things after lots of rollovers. It was an NHS worker, Emily, who picked up the phone, said the magic words, 140 grand richer. What could you do with that in Prague? Don't answer that question. Go there were a few tears. <laughs> she had to put her boyfriend Shane on the phone for a bit while she got herself together. She said she's been playing for ages. She's going to put the money towards a car, plan the best Christmas ever for Shane and their three kids. Now, it could be you deciding what to do with that money tomorrow because it's 150 thousand pounds on the final day of make me a winner but you do need to be in the draw so text yes to 61025 yes y-e-s to 61025 the texts are two pounds plus your standard network rate you can enter at clyde1.com with online entries costing two pounds or call 0330 and calls are charged at a standard rate it is over 18s only and all the rules for this network competition are online if you get the call after 3 p.m. tomorrow Friday the 27th of October answer within five rings say make me a winner and if you do that you'll be £150,000 richer so text yes to 61025 0141951 this is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here just before we came on air Gordon DL stared at himself in the camera <clears throat> And said what? Well, did, I, did I hear that right just yeah. before I put my headphones on? You look like who? I never said anything. What did he say there? Because I was... <laughs> I thought he says I look like Mourinho tonight. <laughs> but I know he couldn't have said that. Because that's a dreadful observation. I. Same hair colour. There ends the similarities. Graham is in Clyde Bank. Graham, what did you make of that first Can half from a Rangers perspective? Well, uh, to be honest, I'm in, I'm, I'm working away. I'm in the van, so I'm just listening to you guys. But it did sound like it was a bit of a struggle, to be honest. Um, I was asking Martin there whether they thought the uh, Clement could move um, uh, shooter to left back. You know, when being a left-sided centre back and go to a four-four-two. Uh, I wouldn't go shooter at left back. Uh, Davies, I'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah I'd, I'd keep Davies at left back. He's played there before. Yeah, look, is it his prepared position? Probably not. But you're not asking him to go up and down the park like Kabarisic. Uh, I think Mark touched on it um, when he was talking about he's never seen so many gaps in a Rangers defence. And it's right. And it's right through the middle. Mm. And I think that's a worrying sign. I think if this pattern continues, yeah. then they'll win. Just quickly, um, Gabriel in Prague, is there any sign of a Rangers change? No, there's not going. Rangers team just reappearing on the pitch now. And... Yeah, that's all 11 players out. Looks like it's going to be the same. I've got to say, uh, in terms of substitutes warming up, Ryan Jack and Scott Wright came out at the same time, started knocking the ball about together. They seem uh, the two most senior players on the substitutes bench, along with Danilo returning from injury. They're the three that you would look to uh, if manager Philippe Clon wants to make a change, but it looks like it's going to be the same mm. three at the back formation at the moment with the same players on the park, Gordon. Uh, Graham, would you take a point Tonight is that is that is that fine? How how do you feel about that overall? I, I think uh, 
because of the Rimmersall game, a point wouldn't really leave us in that kind of position. But I would, I'd be grateful just to get out of there with something. So They're not laughing at you, Graham. They're not laughing at you. Producer Chris just came in with the tea and just walked like, right in front of the camera, blocked the full thing off. Incognito there, mate. Nobody <laughs> noticed anyway. you. It's job to get the tea anyway. Exactly. You're, you should, you're right. You've been listening after he lost his bet. Um, Graham's talking, you know, if Rangers can ride this out, I don't think there'll be any celebrations about the performance, but I don't know, Philippe Clement's first European game in charge. Are you taking a point at this time? Come home, try and try and deal with the home European game. Oh, without doubt. Because the, group, the group's wide open, really, isn't it? Well, it is. So a point here, I think, is a good result. But especially for Clement, I think he needs to build on on the weekend's result and the weekend's performance. Now, if they... If, listen, say they'd lost a couple of goals in that first half... You know, you're kind of standing still. You're not building on anything. You've still got a, a feeling uh, that you don't want to have about your club the next day. So the other side, if he comes away with a point or something better, of course, then mm. it shows he's made a, a great start. But I'm not too sure the shape's working. It'll be interesting to see how proactive this manager is or if Rangers do yeah. fall behind you know, can Rangers fans point a finger at him? At the same time though, Gordon, we do obsess over shape. Mm. Is this all down to Rangers shape? What about good old-fashioned individual the ball. responsibility and being able to find a teammate who's 10 yards away when you're trying to pass? You know, I, th- there's probably no point in going too heavy in this stuff because it's only half-time mm. and a lot has been said already this season. But, but again, are you, are you getting enough out of Sam Lammers? Are you getting enough out of Cyril Dessers? Are you seeing enough even from... Well, from anybody in an attacking sense. Both both are true in the fact that I don't think the shape's helping, but when they get the ball, for me, they're not doing enough with the ball. They're not keeping the ball um, good enough, Gordon. They're not making those simple passes, um, making their cell um, available to go and pick up a pass. Their movement isn't the greatest. You're right, once again, we're looking at the two names, Lammers and Dessers, are they doing enough? Well, you've got to ask the question, they're getting the service. I don't think Dessers is in a lot of service, no. I do feel sorry for him, but I just feel that with Seema, I keep going back to him because he's an informed player for me, especially in the big games. He's been scoring the goals, he's been Rangers up the pitch. I think he's just lost in that wing-back position. Uh, thanks very much to Graham. Enjoy the rest of your night. That was Graham in the... Car or van somewhere listening in uh, and giving us a call on 01419511025. Producer Chris, who came in and just ruined the entire show by walking in front of the camera. Uh, what is that he's brought you? That's uh, yeah, it. Is. What's well, that? I, it's a new, it's a new le- drink. Lemon one. and ginger tea. Oh, that is disgusting. Honestly, I've, I've got, I've got Daz in it. It's lovely. Oh, Twinings. What's wrong with you two? Honestly, we're, we're twining. I thought you were together. two traditionalists. I was expecting. By the way, Sue's mm. the voice, Gordon. Milk you do a lot of talking, so milk and two. I thought you two. No, were no, no. We are modern men. <laughs> do you know it's worse? Uh, Chris has got a confession to make. Um, there was only one tea bag left, so you two have shared. He's dipped. Oh, He's double, double dipped. dipped. You, two, you two have double dipped on I, the tea bag. Hold on. Is there two tea bags in that? No, no, there's only one. That's what I'm saying. Because He's I got handed, the one. I handed him back mine's with a tea bag in it. Says, an old just... tea bag. <sighs> you've, you've got, got an old. 
You've got the old used tea bag. Mine's does. <laughs> 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 that didn't sound good. Who went first? Who tea bagged who? He tea bagged. Because yours is still in there. I'm, I'm afraid. See, I think that might so you've got the excess. Oh, better not be. You've got the excess. Just taste as strong as tea I've got big slabbery jaw written all over me. Absolutely stinks though. Honestly, do me have to take that away from me. Anyway, right. Um. Okay, no personnel change for for Rangers, but c- could they have tweaked it? You know, with with that personnel, can Ben Davies just go to left back and then you know it's a they can a four two three one if you like? Can that can that not just happen quite easily with the with the players that are on the pitch? I think I think that's their only option just now, Gordon. If they're going to tweak it, I I'm a great believer in if you're going to change something, you know, try it on the pitch first and foremost with the starting eleven. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, then obviously you've got to look at your bench to see who you can bring on. Um, but he's decided not. He's relieved to be in at nil-nil. And a little bit of that, he must be thinking, right, OK, I'll need to ask a bit more of the players to try and dominate the ball a little bit better. I've had a few complaints in on Twitter. Um, but it must have been something we missed, actually. We must have been busy at the time or none of you decided to point it out to me. Ben Davies took a corner in the first half. Yes, did he really? Yeah, I didn't yes, see that. Did, that. did that not strike you as something you should have mentioned? Uh, like when you see something that's really out of place? Not really. Um, ben Davies I, taking I, a I corner is like you being on the set of University Challenge. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think. I think you're exaggerating there. Uh, I did. I noticed and I thought, that's a good idea, get Ben Davies <laughs> You didn't it. notice. No, I you didn't. <laughs> By the way, Rangers' best opportunity, can't yeah. be on the middle of the pitch here, had about three nutmegs in a row, but managed to put the ball over the top. Now, Dessers, it might have just waited a bit too long for it to come down. It just wouldn't have come down for him quick enough. The goalkeeper came out and, and smothered the chance, but first real sight of goal for Dessers there. Yeah, better from Rangers, Gordon. Yeah, we get back to it. Simple passing, keep the ball, uh, take a bit of pressure off uh, your defence first and foremost. They're sitting deep, letting Rangers do that. I think you've got to take advantage of it. Uh, and try and grow into the game. You've offered nothing. Let's be honest to you, Rangers have offered absolute nothing going forward. But that is a bit better. I get what you mean about Sima, though. Because it's quite clear, Rangers cannot get the ball quick enough to Sima to leave him isolated by the time they end up working it back to a, a centre half or into a midfielder and over and over and over again his only options to play it back yeah. so Rangers fans would like to see more of him on the ball isolated 1v1 uh, of course we're working our way through this but Celtic fans we want to hear your thoughts on last night's game so please do give us a call we'll leave this first hour with some poetry there's a little nod to the night spot that was referenced from the oh, caller. The finger. He says, when Dazzler travelled Europe on his many, many stags, he was a frequent client in a certain club in Prague. Goldfingers was quite lively and the Dazzler had some fun, just like Bond in his wee tight shorts, you could see his golden gun. Let's play Beat the Pundit. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Come on then, beat the pundit last night It was not a class I, I cannot live with myself and beat the pundit If it ends Marvin Bartley 4 The listener nil. Right, we need to do better than that tonight 01419511025 And the lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 01419511025. It is still goalless 
in Prague But a stat And I know stats can be manipulated any way you want But one has just popped up That might paint a picture Of how this game is going uh, It's total attempts at goal Sparta Prague 15 Rangers 1 But the important stat The most important of all Is that it is goalless Rangers are up against it But they're in the box here And you never know Maybe Just maybe and it's a team effort in the end uh, from John Lundstrom, I think. But Rangers is as much of the same, isn't it? Up against it in the second half so far. Yeah, uh, they're what you call in football riding your luck a little bit. Um, but the, the most important stat is mm. up in the left-hand corner, nil-nil. Uh, you just wonder, can they keep going for another 30 minutes? Or is it one of those nights where they just go Snack and sneak something? something yeah. uh, Celtic fans... Looking to take some calls on last night's performance and results, so get them in right now. Whilst we play this, beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish slash football. Okay, it is beat the pundit time. Like we said last night's listener got a zero and Marvin mm. got four, which means Peter and Bayliston surely you can do better than that, please. Definitely Good I like, oh, I like that Oh it sounds good no but if Peter Where gets... in are you Peter? That's my neck of the woods Don't, don't tell him your address Peter Yeah, yeah. A fellow Ambies boy Are you? Oh, yeah. No no hold on Not another school He's friend another, another buddy oh, yeah. Are you Peter with a P? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you, you sound much younger than him Peter Peter sounds no, old actually No I'm older I'm older Ah you sound old I know Peter. listen I just was trying to give the guy Gav the fag I knew he sounded old <laughs> <laughs> Um <laughs> Let's, where's my coin going? I was gonna. <laughs> I tell you what, see Peter gets a zero and he plays Mark. I'll be a tiebreaker. No, I'm I'm here for you, Dazzler. Ah, oh, shut up, Peter. Catch yourself on. Heads, it will be Mark. It will be the Bayliston Derby. Tails, it will be Gordon Adiel. And it is. It's got it's got a swish. It's heads, Mark against Peter. So we will give. Oh, you Mark... wanted to play Gordon? Did they not? No, I'm sorry. I'm saying like the the. Bayliston Derby I'll play him mm. if you want As a person Right okay wish. I'll tuck Peter away You want more me playing? No I'll play Peter No Sorry No I'm a stickler for the rules It's Mark So <laughs> give Mark some greatest hits radio To listen to The whole mystique of Beat the Pundit Would fall apart If I was to Handpick who was playing um, Gordon can you put those headphones on You do this every night You take them off Then the music comes blaring Sorry. Through them Into your mic uh, Okay Peter 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Okay No problem Okay, your time starts now. Who was the only Celtic player to play against Atletico last night and in 2011? James uh, Forrest. What was the score last time Rangers played Sparta Prague? Nothing each. Uh, Nick Montgomery Hibbs manager started his playing career in which country? Australia. Which Scottish top flight stadium is closest to the North Sea? Ross County. Kevin Van Veen left Motherwell for a team in which country? Holland. Which former Scottish player has got a book called In My Head, Son, The Accidental Footballer? Gondio. <laughs> that would be quite something. Let's bring back Mark Wilson. Uh, Mark, can you hear us? Yes. Same set of questions. Your okay. time starts now. Who's the only Celtic player to play against Atletico last night and in 2011? James Forrest. What was the score last time Rangers played Sparta Prague? Oh, 2-1. Hibs manager Nick Montgomery started his playing career in which country? England. Which Scottish top flight stadium is closest to the North Sea? Mm, Aberdeen. Kevin Van Veen left Motherwell for a team in which country? Holland. Which former Scottish player has got a book called In My Head, Son and the Accidental Footballer? Oh. Pass. Okay. 
Um, I just realised when I read that question the first time, I thought it was the same book with a really long title. I didn't realise it was two. I had to sort of skim over. I also think... We've two had, books? Not, yeah, the two separate books. I think we've had that question this season, weirdly. Is it Fergie? No. Uh, Peter, how do you think it went? Um, I'm fairly confident. Oh, okay. Peter. Are you really, Peter? Are you, Peter? Or are you uh, just kidding, uh, man? Atletico no, Madrid... No. Last night in 2011, James Forrest won all. The last time Rangers played Sparta Prague, 2-0 Rangers. So none of you got it. Nick Montgomery, I see why you've gone there, Peter, but he started his career in England. It's 2-1. Where did, where did Pedro Australia. go? Australia. <laughs> uh, and, and you're still confident. Well. <laughs> um, I think it should be a hang-up. Again, Pedro. Peter, it's like, I see where you've gone with oh. this. <laughs> How's the confidence <laughs> now, Pedro? <laughs> Uh, it's time to go home, my son. But Petodri is is it's only about five hundred meters from the Quite North Sea, Ross County. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Why do you two always laugh like Jack and Victor? Oh, no, no, no. You don't laugh like that in real life. <laughs> I know. I That's know. a pure. I'm getting ripped into laugh. Peter because he he was on to play me. He'd have been beat the now. Kevin Ross County. Kevin Van Veen. I played Hall and Peter. Peter, what did you say for Kevin Van Veen? <laughs> Jesus. Japan or something. What did he say? What did he say? Did you say Holland? Peter? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a lie. Oh, he did. No, he did. did he? Sure Chris says he did. Right. But so did Mark Wilson, unfortunately. Um, and it was two separate books. I made a pig's ear of this question. The reason being, I, I just got, I remember thinking, we've had this before. And I started overthinking it as Pat Nevin. So two two ah, books in my head, son, and the that. accidental footballer. Yeah. Had it already How's the confidence, Peter? Still good? Still good. Ah, good. <laughs> See, if, you, if you're looking on the telly, that's the nearest you're getting to the ball. A 4 2, <laughs> a two win in the oh. Bayliston Derby for Mark. Yes. I'll tell you what, you've been better on the boy with last night with zero. Thanks, Peter. Lose the last Celtic, man. <laughs> well, yeah, every cloud, if you can call it that. I'll you, Peter. Were you impressed with the performance? Was Celtic's performance last night better than yours tonight, Peter? No. Same. <laughs> I don't know about that. They at least got a point. They took it to the tiebreaker. Um, I, I, they, they, it was too each. I could be four two. Indeed. Yep. See, Peter is on the ball. <laughs> he is a genius. I knew that. <laughs> he knows his stuff, Peter. So seriously, Peter, did you were you not that impressed last night, or what? What did you make of it? Oh, they were fantastic. Uh, first of all, the Hatati injury cost us because we'd knee legs and thing half for subs. Yeah, it's a funny one, Mark. Because actually, you you, you get away, you you get away with it up to the point of making the subs, as Peter says. Because Bernardo, I think, did did well. I'm sure. Would you agree? Um, he's, he's, he did he's no, fine. He's no real Hatati. Yeah, and yeah. then if you're looking to swap Hatati, bring him on. Yeah, of course. You just wonder how the game would have panned out having had Hatati there. Um, like it was only five minutes in when Celtic scored, and he he goes down instantly after that. So he didn't have a great influence. But you get what I mean. The intensity, the energy. Just the technique, everything he brings to the team. Who knows how it would have panned out. Um, so it might have been a blow. And Peter might have a point there that had Hatati tired, then you bring Bernardo on at that point, they would have had a wee bit more legs because it did look like they were tired in the middle of the park around the 60-minute, 70-minute mark. Who was the standout for you, Peter? Uh, scales. We've seen him nearly every week, Mark. Mm. And not, not to say that it's wrong, it's just... It's just another chapter then in the remarkable season that he's having. Imagine yeah. I say to you in mid-July. I, I, I think the fact he's a natural left-footed centre-back is good because he can he, he can take the ball across his body and play it to Taylor. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that fits right in 
to Brendan Rodgers' style. If you're going to play out through the back and everything's about building, you need balance to your team, particularly in those centre-half uh, positions where everything starts from. So every goal kick will go from Joe Hart to one of those and it's how they can start the ball. You need people that are comfortable in the ball and skills certainly has that. But you're right, if you're going to say, you're going to say to me in June or July that skills would be your standout in several Champions League games, nobody would have believed you. Not mm. a chance. And this is not designed to be unfairly critical of a guy that's been unbelievable for Celtic and has been injured. But is he is he been is he better than Cameron Carter Vickers at the moment? Is that is that the actual reality of based on recent performances? And again, I know he's coming back from injury mm. and all the rest of it. But he's Celtic's standout defender at the moment, is he not? Yeah, he's the one that will probably be first in that team sheet with McGregor every week just now. Um he's a certainty to play. Like he's got what I mean is he's got gone beyond the stage of Oh, he's doing well for a guy that's just come in, or he's doing well for a guy that. I think. I think. I think. Looking at these two guys, they're forming a terrific partnership at centre back. I really do. I think there's a great balance, great understanding. I thought skills was excellent last night. I've not really since he came into the Celtic side, not really seen him having a a big. He just seems to. He's he's upped his game to a different level. And he's been absolutely brilliant. I think it's the fact that manager believes in him. The fans have got right behind him. The confidence is there. And he's become such an important part of that team now. On the ball, he's been great, like I just touched on there. But I think his biggest strength, positionally. I think he's outstanding. You see some of the occasions, I think it was early on against Lazio, he, he makes a great block because he's in the right position. Um, last night was the same. He had a couple that he actually, positionally, was fantastic and it allows him to get that last ditch tackle I think there was two one right after the other that's what you need first and foremost a defender so it's all, all right being great in the ball but you need to know how to defend this this boy knows how to defend first and foremost and he fits right into Brendan Rodgers style on the ball as well thanks Peter 01419511025 what did you make of last night's game Celtic fans keep those calls flooding in please if you can we have reached the not quite actually, we're, we're edging towards the 70th minute mark So again, Gordon, it's kind of what we said in the first half I think Rangers would definitely take a point at this stage But if we put a positive spin on things I'm going to wait and finish that sentence mm -hmm. once this attack breaks down um, Remarkably for all the all the chances Sparta Prague have had It's still entirely possible that Rangers go and nick this uh, Yeah, wouldn't put it by them You were thinking to yourself, could they get one chance? Uh, but they need to get up the pitch first. Um, they're getting so far, Gordon, and they're just giving the ball cheaply away and then the home team are just coming on them, building more pressure. Uh, if I was the Rangers manager looking at this game and they offered me a point to blow the whistle, I'd take a point and move on. Who did Scott Wright come on for? Cantwell? And yes, Cantwell went off, yeah. Beat the pundit, right, OK. Well, you um, didn't need it, Peter. Peter. I didn't know so, what I was up against. He was so disappointed. He says he was cold. He was like getting into Goldfinger skin, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that would be an error. <laughs> that would be a poor night in Prague. <laughs> oh, I don't um, know what I thought of that. Well, speaking of which, is there any more progress being made on your IT issue that you had earlier in the week? Have you heard about this, Mark Wilson? Only briefly. What what's the story? I, I just felt like the best thing that Don't could get have involved, happened, my friend. Would, yeah, because you'll be incriminated in like, yeah. like we all are. Uh, <laughs> Don't want your name in that book. You two have been separated on a Tuesday now for what's reasons happened? unknown. You, you're still unwilling to tell us where you've. Where oh you've... no, no, it's out there now. News oh, is, is out there. Been released. Yeah, I must have missed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Big photo. Did you not see the big, big photo? photo? 
No. I'm part of the Partick Thistle family I mean, now. The, the yes. Sunflower and Jags for life. Jags for Jags life, for yes. Life. I'm in an academy level, heading up the under 18 side, so developing the, the Be, youth of... Good on you. Yeah. yeah Congratulations on yeah. the new role. Are you oh, looking for you. an assistant? Do you know, I was a bit disappointed he never come in tonight with the Jags. Tracksuit tracks on. Tracksuit on. I will, I will. I just wanted to break the news gently to all those you know Partick Thistle fans. Oh, I didn't want to rub their face in it. No, so. listen, I've, I've, I've been he, one Scottish football icon, a genuine Scottish football icon, has yeah. apparently witnessed Mark Wilson coaching Partick Thistle already and told me good good things. I mean, oh, style. Yeah. Can't can't tell you. Can't. Oh, I can't tell can't, you. Oh, can't, oh, can't, oh, can't, Give us a clue. Give us a clip. Scored a good goal in Paris one night. June of Fadden. Oh, sure it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Fadden come and work? Might ask him to take some of the sessions if he's he's running out of ideas already after week one. He does, he's there, yeah. Yep. Guess his name. So what's the official... James. So (laughs) so you you coach Partick Thistle, what, under... Under 18s, yeah. Yeah, Enjoying it so far? It's brilliant. I, I must be honest, it's great. The He's not got to say no, is he? Oh, it's the one, <laughs> worst move I've ever made in my life. But, no, I'll, but tell, I'll just listen, stick it out for a month. I, I, know, I know, I've made a big error. <laughs> no, it's a good club. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. But listen, the people there, I know everybody says oh, this when you go in. No, please. So friendly. Ah, you know, all pulling in the one the direction, way all the way down. <laughs> kit man. Yeah, uh, oh, by the way, kit man, yeah. We're big, all rolling our man. sleeves No, up. it's great, it's great. And by the way, the young boys are great because you never know when you go in there what they're going to be like. Because I'll be honest. Does any of them know you? I, I gave them all a DVD my greatest hits <laughs> when I went in I was said watch short. that it was a very <laughs> short compilation <laughs> but you never know what young players are going to be like Did but they've know? all been coached well since I've before I've went in so hopefully it's an easy Man, enough gig I even got a, I got a message on Twitter from my old maths teacher who says that his son plays in that team does he? Well. so I've got eyes and ears ah, on you ah right okay there's connections everywhere I'm just going to say generic math teacher I name I know him because I went to school you're a little bit older than me worth bearing in mind I know that but I might know your teacher what is the likelihood that you had a teacher right that's, ah. that's got a 17 year old son let's think that through for a second no I might know the teacher you I'm don't. not saying that um, you notice how we dodged the question when I said is he looking for an assistant I think for the second time you've been you've been absolutely overlooked, overlooked here no. Ah, no, my I've dude. got everyone in place I mean that's, that's <laughs> I, 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 if it was up to me I would bring you in however it's you above my head because he's related to somebody let's be honest about it imagine there's nothing to do with his ability level. oh imagine that it's your uncle imagine Daz it. it's your uncle <laughs> Gordon oh, yeah. like, what have you got for your uncle Daz yeah. the other day Christmas uh, is upon us <laughs> anyway right that, we started yeah. a story about 10 minutes ago that it just doesn't really work on, oh, on radio or Rangers here with um, an opportunity yeah, they are actually, you know, and they've been backs to the wall oh. most of the game, but it doesn't come to anything for the meantime. Yeah, so you've been split up on a Tuesday, Mark Wilson. Yeah. He came in on Tuesday, went straight to the boss who sits nearest the door. He goes straight to the boss and says... Exactly what I did. With a laptop and says, can you wipe the hard drive on this? Mm. <laughs> you did not. Yeah. Right? And by the way... <laughs> but, immediately that sounds suspicious. It's so mysterious, Right. right. The laptop, we don't know where he's got this laptop. And he, it's even off air, I've asked him about this and I've not had a straight answer. So he wants the hard drive wiped. It doesn't even have a, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a UK plug. It's a, it's a European <laughs> plug, right? Which just makes it so much worse. And then when you open it and turn it on, right. he knows the password, but it's not his name. It's not Gordon <laughs> DL. It's like, so, it, see if I showed you a password, you'd kill him. It's like up. a random... 
Italian name. <laughs> right. Where have you got that? Where have you produced this from? Goldfingers and Prague. Yeah. What is on that laptop and where have you got the it from? Trotter's Independence, it was bought off of. Let me tell you. He said, and when I quizzed him on it, he said he wants the hard drive wipe so he can put his football stuff on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest bit of the story. I'll bring it in. What football stuff have you got? Uh, what football I'll stuff? I'll bring it in Sunday. <laughs> you know, I'll bring, I'll you know, I'll bring my case in Sunday. Uh, right, Eric, I can't yeah. wait to see this. Oh, Are you talking about that coaching? Oh, a coaching thing Sunday? we're just yeah, going to right, So see if he's got a laptop with him. <laughs> right. And he tries to plug it in anywhere. Did the boss wait the hard drive? So does the boss know how to do it? Because I've got a laptop in the house. So he's not incriminated, basically. No, not really, because it wouldn't let us wipe it. Encrypted. It wouldn't let us. There's such security on it. That sounds shady stuff. It's a real mystery. If anybody's listening out there, it can help me. Please phone me. We'll get a look at your search history on Sunday when we're at the course. See what's on there. We're going to give you guys a full-time oh, teaser. It's, it's reaching there. a critical point at the game in Prague. It is still goalless. 15 minutes to go. We'll give you an update. We'll take more calls on Celtic's performance last night next as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. Rangers are showing signs, Gordon, that they might just nick this. Yeah, they're starting to grow in confidence in this game late on. Um, starting to get players in the box, starting to create one or two little half chances, putting a bit of pressure on. You wouldn't put it by them. Burton half chance, Lammers, edge of the box, curls it, it's going, it looks like it's going right in the top corner. What an outstanding save it was from the Sparta Prague goalkeeper. So, I mean, I've not seen much from Lammers at his time at Rangers, but it was a terrific first touch, great effort. And Rangers could have just been ahead there, so they're building confidence. I, I don't know how the scoreline is still 0 0. And that's even when Rangers get into the box as well, the few times they've been there. It's amazing, mm. it's, it's still scoreless. Well, don't forget, Rangers fans, we're here until 8. So once this finishes, you will have a chance to have your say on what you made of the game. So get your calls into us. In the meantime, Kevin is a Celtic fan. Teaser, Gordon? Uh, yep, glad you're Come here. Come on, I need to remind you every night I'm on. Here's your question. <laughs> The Full Time Teaser With Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride Sladwall panels available in seven colours Now in stock at East Kilbride At competitive prices uh, Okay, thanks Don't be to you a new wardrobe Because <laughs> well, you I, keep I reminding them Thanks to Celtic <laughs> FC Trivia on Twitter Emailing this one in Since Brendan Rogers arrived First time out And excluding current players Nine players have played for Celtic and played in Spain at some point in their career. So since Brendan Rodgers arrived first time around and excluding current players, nine players have played for Celtic and played in Spain just at some point in their career. I'll give you some thinking time. I want to take Kevin's call quickly. So what else do you think? Kevin, what did you make of last night? How are you doing? Uh, everybody's okay, Bob? Good, thank you. Good. Uh, I, I, mean, I, I thought last night uh, Celtic was superb, but I think it would be... Especially that that first half, uh, we went to a level in that first half that I haven't seen us play it in a long, long time. Um, the pace, the one-two touch passing, the goals we scored were was fantastic, and that's against a top top side. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think Atletico Madrid they know on top of the league or a, or, or second or something like that. Uh, they can go yeah, top that, if that. they win their game in hand. Uh, yeah, 
So that's a that's a top world class side you're playing against, and we dominated the last part of that first half. In the second, I think Celtic tailed off a wee bit, whether it was due to a wee bit of fatigue or, or whatnot. But absolutely, at no point did we look out of our depth, and that was that was my main point, really. I was saying the producer is my main point is I know that Celtic have only got one point. I'm not silly. Uh, I, everybody can see that, but. At no point do I, uh, do I think that we have looked at a place. We we have proved that we do belong in the Champions League with the performances alone. Like I said to the producer, we are a couple of missed chances, a couple of loose passes away from finishing teams off. Um, and I've just been really impressed. I think if the board backed Brendan Rodgers, which I think they will, and they game a year, I don't see why Celtic next year can't be aiming for a wee bit of luck getting out of a Champions League group or getting to the later stages of a Europa League. I, I, I've got full faith that we can do some of that. Mark? Yeah, well, listen, I agree with everything Kevin says about the performance last night. Uh, it was exceptional up to a, a point. Um, and, you know, it's quite interesting. Brendan Rodgers, I believe a huge reason he came back to Celtic was... To, to have a real tilt at the Champions League again, get the opportunity to coach and maybe try some things different than he did the first time around. And he had to try and, you know, improve on what Ange Postacoglu started to build last season in the Champions League. I actually think he has done. Now, I know they've only got one point and I know the, the performances last season were eye-catching at some times. But I think what he's, he's added is a, a level of patience and... The first time around, Brendan Rodgers last year, Celtic fans were getting a wee bit fed up with, you know, ball retention and it going back, you know, quite a lot and going side to side. And I got that. But I think he's added a bit of a difference to that, that when it does go forward, it goes forward quick uh, and people are more direct with it. And it certainly pays off at Champions League level because that's what you need to be. You need to be patient. Just watching Rangers there, that's smash one off the bar. Um, that would be obviously... Like the winner of Danilo, it was, but with with the style that he's implemented, um, it is attractive to watch, but it's more patient at the same time. Big chance that Danilo, yeah, was that a save? I think I, I thought that? it hit the bar. Oh, I, I think, think he it on. I think yeah. he saved that. It's a magnificent save. Come back to come back to the point. I think everyone would agree that the first forty five minutes last last night was probably the best under Brendan Rodgers since he's come back in. And you could see that performance coming through the, the league, you know, against Kilmarnock, they up to pace, against uh, Hearts, they cruised it and really should have won by more. But I'm not... <clears throat> Celtic fans are coming on saying, well, fatigue and tiredness and everything. There's nothing really to do with that. It was the fact that... And everybody admits it, they're playing against a world-class side. They are mm. a top, top side. You're not going to dominate both halves against Atletico Madrid. Let's be frankly honest about it. They had one of the best players, for me, I thought his performance last night, Celtic Park Griezmann, was outstanding. I really did. But I thought that the first half Celtic were absolutely terrific. Their passing, their movement, their pace, everything about it. And, you know, you look back at the other games, Feyenoord, you never know what's going to happen. They get a couple of men saying, oh, that's nothing to do with Feyenoord. Lazio, a bit of a defensive lapse. You can talk about Carter Vickers making that mistake right at the end. Bit unlucky. 
But I think Celtic are growing as a side under Brendan Rodgers and I see them getting who, better and better. Who impressed you the most, Kevin? It'd be unfair to pick out one player, mate, but there's two players in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh God, that's, that's a good question. Three, I'll give you three. Matt O'Reilly. Matt O'Reilly, for, for a start, he's just... That boy's a Rolls Royce player. He's just went up two or three levels since Brendan Rodgers has come in. Matt O'Reilly, Dyson Maida, I've never seen... I, I don't know what that boy eats for his breakfast, but, uh, man, he just runs and runs and runs. And uh, the third boy was Paolo Bernardo. I was... Uh, for him, when Hatati went off, I was gutted. You're like, oh, no, no one of our best players off straight away. But then Bernardo comes on and he was absolutely outstanding for him to come into that environment and play as well as he did, chasing every ball, hassled, harried. His use of the ball was great, his strength was good. Really impressed with him as well. But the full team was fantastic, mate. But those three players in particular really stood out. Yeah, I mean, Mark, and all this sort of stuff comes up quite often to to emphasise the progress a player has made. But for Matt Riley to, at the start of last year, been playing for MK Dons in League One and be signed for a million and a half or whatever it was and then doing what he did against Atletico Madrid last night is it's quite a journey but quite a step up you know you've got to give credit to the, the player first and foremost because it goes to show you that he's taking on all the information from all the individuals at the club not just the head coach whether that be Postacoglu or Brendan Rodgers but I think the the interview at the weekend was that Cal McGregor was saying that the shape he came back in, he'd went away and he'd worked. I think Matt O'Reilly had said he's changed his diet as well, so realises there's a whole load that goes into making a top-class player. But then doing it in the biggest stage is something else, and he's uh, he's been absolutely fantastic. And I think Brendan Rodgers has gave him targets this season, and it's bringing the best out of him. James Tavernier had a free kick, maybe a touch further than he would have liked uh, from goal. He got a decent enough purchase on it, but it was a routine save in the end. For the goalkeeper, uh, Joe is also a Celtic fan. What do you take away from it at the moment, Joe? I think this is just evidence of uh, lack of good recruitment. I think 50, 60 minutes into that game, you needed somebody to come on, change the game, bit of life into attack. And Ben Rogers had nobody to do that. It's fine going to five at the back, but you need runners up front. And Maeda, as good as he was, him and Kyogo, they ran their race. They were done. You could see how exhausted they were. I mean, it, it shows they don't have faith in oh, if he's not if he's bringing James Forrest in over him, Celtic needed to recruit a good striker, and they didn't do that. Yeah, what does that say about O, Mark? Well, it shows that Brendan Rodgers doesn't think he's up to getting Celtic across the line on a big occasion when they need a goal. I mean, if, for the boy himself, O must be sitting on the bench. Does a striker? He always says he didn't spend much time on the bench But strikers on the bench must always think I'll be the first sub on I think it's the only natural thing Whether the game's going well and you're 3-0 up A manager often turns to them and throws them on When a game's going not so well And you need a goal You throw your striker on So he was the only recognised striker on that bench And Brendan Rodgers doesn't give him a look So it goes to show you a lot I think that He maybe thought the Atletico Madrid Mm. back three were strong and big enough to deal with that threat so it wouldn't have fitted him maybe that's why he went for Forrest who's more agile and could have got down the side but he didn't get the so result they wanted You don't sound as pleased as some of the other Celtic fans have been with last night Joe? 
No, no, I can't really fault the performance. The, the boys that are playing, you can't fault their performance. But this has been the result of poor recruitment for the dull groups, uh, the first three games. I think the same with Lazio game. We needed a bit more up front towards the end of the game. Didn't have anything on the bench. The same today. It's all this buying players in the cheap and selling for like profit stuff. Mm. That's fine as a business model, but you also need one or two maybe marquee things that can actually impact the team at the moment. It can't all just be for the future. You do need a, current, a couple of current players that can come in and impact the team. And yeah, but is this not the difficulty? Because we're about two minutes on from, you know, praising Matt O'Reilly, one and a half million MK Dons. Is it, it's just it's hard to get all of them right, isn't it? And is, is there any guarantee then that you know you you know you, you pay six seven million and then the players' wage is seven million? Can you guarantee that guy's better than Matt O'Reilly? Well, the season Matt O'Reilly signed, they also uh, got Jota and Carter Vickers, who were I'm sure on big wages. I know they were wanted wanted uh, buy options, mm-hmm. but they were still first team players to come in to impact the team. As yeah. well as the project players such as O'Reilly. Oh, Rangers could be in bother here right at the end. Oh, and it's a dreadful cross. Sparta Prague were in. It should really have been rolled across for a tap in, which, funnily enough, would have come after Rangers have they've, they've arrived in this game. It now looks like mm-hmm. it could go either way. So that would have been a, a pretty cruel end to it. Sparta have probably been good for the win overall, but it's goalless heading into five additional minutes. One and a half of those being played already. Um, Mark, you take Joe's point. I think everybody would like to sign, you know, kind of these, we keep hearing it, established Champions League players, that sort of stuff, but it's difficult. Certainly it's difficult um, because what do you need them for six games in this competition? So we've been over this ground before in years gone by, but there is a bit of truth in that because Celtic's recruitment this season under Brendan Rodgers, it wasn't long in the door and there have been a few projects. I would even class Bernardo as that. Yang's probably that as well. And on big nights, you do need players with maybe a bit no, more I, of a background. I, I know, but what I mean is, right, it's project seems to be... A, it seems at times that that's a label that can be put on afterwards because is Matt O'Reilly a project? Do you know what I mean? Was... Is Hitati a project? Well, but uh, they're not just because they work out, not because they're a different yeah, profile of signing. I think Matt Riley and Hitati went straight into Postacoglu's side, didn't they? But that's but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's well, not it's not a difference in strategy. It's almost just like that. It's just inevitable that some are going to work out more than others. Yeah, possibly. But I, I would have thought that Postacoglu would have known that Riley and Hitati were pretty much stick-ons to go on that side. Whether if Yang came in. Do you think he was coming mm, in to... So I guess there's a wee bit of difference, but there is truth in what you say. If, if Yang had come in straight from the off and stayed in maybe after his, his wee cameo at Pataudry, then we wouldn't be calling a project, would we? Or if he hit the heights against Lazio, of course we wouldn't be saying it. So I get your point. But on nights like last night, when the bench... It, it did look weak. But however, Turnbull was on the bench. He's, he's been there and done it and could get you a goal, but he, he chose not to do it. And it, I think things like that are a statement sometimes to show that you don't believe what you've got behind you is enough on nights like last night. Final word to you, Joe. Well, I, I would look at the way Posta Cogley was then compared to Rodgers. Posta Cogley had a team full of players that could slot into the starting 11 and you wouldn't notice anything. They played just as well as the first team players. They had game changers. They had two or three first team wingers on the bench each wing. Each game, so 
It's constant changes. And that's the problem is we just don't have that. We don't have that burst of pace we can put on. Yeah. Um a lot of needs to deal with injuries, don't they? I suppose mm-hmm. if even a bad is fit, it's there's another option in that attacking area. Yeah, um, the more the merrier. Um, if you're a manager, he, he's a he's a he's verging on first choice player, isn't he? So. Yeah, and he, and especially if he come off the bench last night, he's got a knack of getting you something or creating yeah. something. Like they brought on, I know what Mark's saying, but they brought on one of the most experienced guys in Scottish football. It's won everything. See, a winner was held to mm-hmm. James Forrest. Um, yeah, he, but right now is he? As an example, he would be I considerably thought, behind. A bad on the pitch, but I, th- I, I thought Brendan Rodgers brought him on the same as Phillips to say, I need a, a lot of experience on that pitch because I thought he was looking at Atletico Madrid thinking we could actually lose the point that we've got in our hand just now. And I think that's the reason why he brought an experience before youth. And I've got to be honest with that. And I think it was the right decision to make because um, a point last night for Celtic still keeps their, their hopes alive. If they hadn't, if Atletico Madrid had went on, won the game, then they're gone. But at the end of the day, Brendan Rodgers made that decision and I thought it was a good one. Thank you, Joe. Some interesting points, a good debate going. It is full time in Prague. Let's get the full time picture from Gabriel. Yes, Gordon, it is full time here. Spartan nil, Rangers nil. Rangers holding on for an impressive point in Prague. It was far from pretty. Manager Philippe Clement will hope for much better performances and goalkeeper Jack Butland had to pull off several big saves. But the 1,000 fans in the corner of the stadium here do not care. They have what they came for. It didn't look like it was going to be that kind of night when it started. The hosts were impressive, seeing a lot of the ball. Rangers struggled to settle in the new 3-5-2 formation. They were nearly behind after just five minutes. A huge double save from Butland. Firstly, clawing the ball out from his near post and then batting the rebound away. Butland had another save after a thunderous long-distance strike after half an hour. The defence scrambled to somehow clear the ball when it looked like Sparta would have a tap-in straight after. And Rangers offered absolutely nothing going forward in the first 45 and it simply seemed like a matter of time until Sparta took the lead. The sustained pressure continued in the second half. Kukta somehow skewed his shot wide from 10 yards. He had to score, but after an hour, Rangers started to claw themselves into the game. Campwell slipped Dessers in. The ball just didn't come down and he should have pulled the trigger. That was a sign of things to come. Lundstrom had a tame left-footed strike, but it was the first shot on target when it went high into the keeper's arm. And then it looked like it might be the ultimate smash and grab job. With 15 minutes to play, a huge chance of Sam Lammers. He cut in onto his left foot, curling the ball into the far corner. Looked like it was going in, but the keeper just tipped it round the post. And 10 minutes later, Danilo had a similar chance. Another brilliant save from the stopper for Prague. Tip it onto the bar and out for a corner. And in stoppage time, when Rangers were nearly over the line, Sparta looked like they were going to nick it. Two on one. You were sure it was going in the back of the net, but a poor cutback wasted the chance, and that was job done for Rangers. Given the circumstances, they will take a point every day of the week. They now sit on four points after three games, and qualification remains in their hands. Two home games are coming up next, and a great chance of getting out their group. Full-time in Prague, Sparta nil, Rangers nil. Thank you to Gabriel. Enjoy your night out in Prague before you head home. Rangers fans, what did you make of that result and performance? Call us right now. There is still time. And whilst you get your calls in quickly, you two, since Brendan Rodgers arrived first time round, excluding current players, there are nine players that have played for Celtic, but they've also played for in Spain at some point in their career. Can you name them? Tierney. Yes, well done. Starfield. 
Yes, well done. Dembele. Yep. Jota. Yes, okay, we'll get the rest of the answers and some calls on that Rangers game hopefully next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us your thoughts, Rangers fans. What did you make of that result and performance? I think, I mean, Gordon, I don't think in terms of results, there's no other way of interpreting it as a good point. Is it? Is that fine away from home? We said that earlier. I don't think, I think it's a great point, especially there was parts of that game that Rangers obviously near the end started to come really into it and you're thinking they could actually pick up three points, but... When you look at the, the game overall, Gordon, and you sit down and analyse that, I think Rangers travelling home tonight or tomorrow morning, whenever they do, they'll be mm. delighted with that point tonight. What about Andy on the line? How did you reflect on it as a Rangers fan, Andy? Uh, overall, I'm quite happy with the, the draw. I think uh, going into the game, I was hoping that we would press more, but then it became quite apparent that uh, in the first half that they were dominating the ball and I started to think oh, look, we're going to be lucky to come away with a draw uh, second half was, was a lot better um, and then I wanted Rangers to kind of go on and win it but as the kind of closing stages of the game I was like you know what I'll just take a draw even if uh, if we have to kind of play a little bit slow to see the game out but then we did get a, another another couple of chances but um, my point that I was really wanting to make is that I, I came on the show and I wasn't happy when the Hadji loan was made and I on that show, I said um, that I don't mind admitting when I'm wrong about things. And I also kind of said that I don't think Seema is a player at all. He's fumbling about um, make, on like his decision-making at the last kind of moment. And what a turnaround, you know. He's he's now scoring the most he, uh, regularly. Tonight, he's out of position, having to cover at left-back. He did a great job. Um I think if if we had a left back and he was playing a bit more forward, Rangers would have been a bit more effective when attacking. But you know he's had to to pull himself back and he's done a great job to keep it now now. So I just want to come on the show to openly admit I was wrong, and I think Seymour's developing in there and a good Rangers player. See, you're an honourable man. Not everyone would do that, and he did. He put, put in a good shift tonight, Seymour, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah, um, I thought they lost a bit with the fact that they he had to do a lot of defending tonight away from home, playing in that wing-back position. Um, but, look, he worked, he worked a good shift for the team tonight. It was a clean sheet, so the manager went with the, the, the new system and sometimes it's difficult because he's not had a lot of time to work on that. We were thinking, you know, they, they gave up so much possession in the first half, we did tweak it second half. No, he stuck with it. I think they, they grew into the game. Mm-hmm. They definitely became stronger. Uh, but get away from home tonight. Didn't play at your best. Rode your luck a little bit. Clean sheet. You're happy with a point. Move on. Yeah, Mark, you look at the, the group. Um, we said this last night in relation to Celtic. There's just no such thing as only focusing on yourselves in the group stage of European football because you have to look at what's happening around about you um, and it can it can make a huge difference. And Rangers group is wide open. Betis are top on six points. Prague and Rangers both have four. And Limassol are on, on three. So, you know, it's very much in Rangers' hands. And that, that doesn't go down as a bad result tonight. It was maybe a bad performance for, I don't know, an hour. But no, after I, that... I honestly think it's a great result. I think the way you, you saw Sparta Prague play, um, 
these teams are always much better than you we give them credit for at the start you know the European leagues are, are much transformed now everybody's comfortable in the ball so when you see the way the game panned out I thought Rangers were fortunate and, and Sparta Prague were wasteful in front of goal but you've got to take that sometimes away from home in Europe and by the way at the end of the game Rangers could have nicked it it could have been a whole lot better Danilo strikes a bar Lammers has a fantastic effort so for Philip come on I think it's a great result because he's trying to build something and it's it's not a step backwards so he can go into the weekend's game against Hearts full of confidence again he's learned another few things about his players mm. particularly Sima who I think that's one of the hardest things to do particularly for an attacker is to sacrifice all the good stuff that you've been doing going even, forward it's not even as if he's an out, just an out and out winger that's been moved a bit back he's actually played through the middle for, mm, yeah, for Rangers yeah. you know up front this season um, Andy Matondo has tweeted to say Andy is right in a way about Hadji's loan though because Lammers is still useless is that harsh or on the money or Sorry, I'd muted my, my microphone there just from the madness that's going on in the house. But part of us trying to chase the, the wee boy about round to get in my bed. But anyway, um, Lammers, I was kind of uh, calling for him to be subbed off throughout the game. And then, of course, he had that big chance. Um, I still I don't see enough in Lammers, personally. I think that, like, Canwell, I, I understand that maybe he's not good at fitness and that's why it was... You know, even though Cantwell maybe thought he could have played on that, that uh, Clement not maybe take him off to make sure that we have got the legs. You know, because um, all it takes is just one wee mistake, and, and if they got through, then that could have been the you know a point gone. Um, but the Lammers, I think, yeah, I think if there's a recall clause on Hadji's loan, I really would bring him back. I think that, oh, I think Michael Beale, I think it was to do with. Personally, in my opinion, rookie manager mistakes, thinking that, look, I've got an idea how I want things to work, you know, like maybe played football manager a few times, many, too many times, and, you know, just kept replaying the same old system, and then it worked one season, they go, oh, I'll go with that. But I'll, I think that he, he brought players in, he wanted it to be his team, his style, but I think, like I said on the, the show that I, when I kind of had a go at, at SEMA, as I think he's he was not looking at the long term picture and it happened with when the the defence with Gio and he suffered from that. Um and now with the attack there's been injuries and, and I swear I, I thought this is where we need a bit of a variety. I know that that pace works well against play, play you know, teams that come and attack mm-hmm. and get in behind them, but when you are looking at, at teams who put ten men behind the ball, you know, um or the whole team behind the ball if you're including the keeper then you need other players with different skill sets and that's where I think Hadji comes in. The one thing I think he doesn't have is pace, but his technical ability, his football IQ, knowing where players are or should be, um, being able to, you know, hit a good a good uh, a good swinging crossing ball. Yeah. Um just just making those passes, those he touches as well, his composure, I just think that he's an an all round player apart from the pace and yeah. I think that he'd be good I don't know if there is a, a recall clause well, I think it's certainly is. one to watch in the coming months I'm sure we'll get back to it I'm going to have to say goodbye there Andy because we're no very fast running out of time Aberdeen are about to kick off as well against Palk so all the best to them uh, Ruse, Devlin, McKenzie, Shinny, Jensen, Gartman, McGrath Baron, Miofsky, Pulvara and Rubizic and from the start for Aberdeen right you two quickly uh, since Brendan Rodgers arrived first time round and excluding current players nine players have played for Celtic and played in Spain at some point in their career Starfelt, Jota, Dembele, Tierney go I'm going to go Patrick Roberts playing yep. in Spain Girona and loan well done Masonda yep Betis and Levante I'm struggling mate so am I 
No. Many of got still to go to. What about one that was on loan at Celtic and on loan at Alaves? This guy's had some amount of loans. He's played in Germany for a couple of clubs. He's played for a couple of English championship clubs. He's played for the Scotland national team. He is ex- Ollie McBurney. No. Uh, Burke. Uh, Ollie Burke. Burke. Yeah, oh, okay. Burnley. I'll get it. Well done, I. This guy forever famous because Brendan Rodgers made it and Completely obvious that he didn't want to the sign winger, him. The winger, the uh, winger, Shved. Shved. Marion Shved was at Sevilla. And the last one... Is that not us? Oh, no, we've still got one there. Sits somewhere between Mark Wilson and Chad Uri as effective right-backs at Celtic. Um, kind of Ronnie Dyla era. I think it was a Swiss thing. Come Yanko. Like, yes, he did Yanko. Oh, we never got that. All right, there we are. Well done, uh, you two. Thank you very much for everyone who kept us company. About to kick off at Pataudry. Hopefully a good night for the Scottish coefficient. Rangers got a point. So we'll look back on that one in a lot more detail tomorrow with Cammy Bell and Hugh Keevans. Remember, you can catch up on the show on podcast form wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us back if you want to see Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale and all their glory on YouTube, Facebook or Twitter. Make sure you subscribe there as well. And for the meantime, you can stay right there because Callum Gallagher is up next.